On the next Probably True Solar Stories, 20 homes on the same cul-de-sac decide to go solar on the same day after a Halloween night blackout. It's a simple story, but when a young reporter looks into it, he gets the Halloween scoop of his lifetime. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Season 2 of Probably True Solar Stories. That's right, we haven't officially started Season 3, but the muses woke me up last night with a scary solar noir Halloween story, and I couldn't wait another year to tell you about it. As for Season 3, yep, I'm hard at work writing those, and I hope to get the first ones out soon. If you like this spooky story, please do share it. And you can also listen to last year's Halloween story about a haunted solar house. It's called, We Didn't Know Our Solar Home Was Haunted Until We Got a Text from the Ghost. I'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes, along with our true solar takeaways that always separate this episode's solar fact from solar fiction. Before we get started, I do think this episode is okay for youngish kids. There are no bad words, but it might be a little frightening at the end. It's only a few minutes long, so parents, please take a listen first, and then decide if this spooky solar story is okay for the little ones. Alrighty then, here we go. The Real Reason We All Decided to Go Solar After Halloween, written and read by Tor Solarfred. I stood at the door in front of this young reporter. I honestly wanted to help him, so I told him there was no story here. But he thought I had a feel-good green story. You know, I'd say it was a feel-good story, but not the same way that he was thinking about it. I said, I wouldn't call us all environmentalists, but yes. We all decided to go solar at the same time, and we're pretty proud of that, but it's really not that unusual. Studies have shown that solar can be viral. That is, once one home goes solar, others in the neighborhood get curious. The only reason why people in the press became so interested is because 20 homes in the same cul-de-sac decided to do it on the same day. But if you step back, there is really no mystery about why. The day we all decided to go solar was the day after the Halloween blackout. As for how we organized it and who had the idea first, okay, that's a little complicated. But honestly, nobody wants credit for the idea. We just did it all together. The young reporter looked at me, and he looked so desperate. He said, please, please, I'll make it anonymous. Just give me five minutes. Who knows, it could inspire others to go solar. I said I didn't think so, but I invited him in. I didn't want to get him too comfortable, though. I just wanted to tell him the quick version and get him out of here before Hannah and the kids got home for dinner. He waited eagerly on the couch. I said, you know, when I think about it, I guess it was a little scary. I'll tell you who had the idea. But you have to promise me that you'll leave George's name out of your article. Oh, yeah, sure, I promise. He took out his laptop to take notes, and he turned on his audio recording app. 
What's his full name? George Berman. He's our neighbor across the street. It was a couple of days before Halloween, and George was dressing up his place like he always does. Cobwebs, gravestones, the creepy music, jack-o'-lanterns. Every year it's really scary at night. But to tell you the truth, during the day, you can see it. It looks like cheap Walmart cardboard and plastic. Anyway, one day I'm working from home, and I see George's new solar panels, and he's putting that fake spidery web stuff on them, and I get to thinking. I see him come off the ladder, and I come over with my latest electric bill. Now, if you remember, it was pretty hot for the end of October. Bright sun, 90 degrees, and everyone's got their air conditioners on at full blast, including George. I knock on his cobweb door, and he's smiling, as always. Hey, George, I say. Nice Halloween setup this year. Love the new solar panels. But you want to see something really scary? Check out my utility bill. Ha <laughs> ha, Halloween solar humor. I know, sorry. But George laughed. I got to asking him about how much the solar install cost him, you know, the payback time, the savings, the usual questions. And he told me his installer also recommended batteries because it would offset the higher rates during peak summer hours, net metering, blah, 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 kilowatt hours. Talk about scary. Too complicated. I never read my electric bill except for the cost. I just wanted to know if solar was going to save him money. George didn't swear on the Bible or anything, but he said his installer told him he'd get a payback in seven or eight years, depending on how electric rates went up. Then George asked me if I wanted a referral to his installer. But I shrugged it off. The heat wave wouldn't last. I just told the kids to turn down the AC a few notches, and we'd survive. Of course, in hindsight, I should have listened to George, because, as you know, the very next night, with everyone's air conditioners on full blast, California had that very scary Halloween blackout. When that happened, I have to admit, I was a little frightened. I was out trick-or-treating with the kids, and there was this full moon, but that was the only light, except for George's house, of course. His whole Halloween setup was blazing like a witch's bonfire, while every other home on the cul-de-sac was completely dark. Completely. In a way, George's house looked funny, but also like a freak show. You kind of felt like a crazy clown was going to grab you walking up to the door. The kids didn't feel like trick-or-treating anymore, but they didn't get their candy and they were bored just holding flashlights and not being able to play their video games or watch TV or anything. I looked at my watch. It was still pretty early. So Hannah and I and the kids decided to go over to George's and see if we could hang out with him until the power went back on. Trick or treat, I said. Trick or treat, said George. He was dressed like Frankenstein. A little too white on the makeup, if you ask me but that could have been the black around his eyes, too. Anyway, then he said trick-or-treat in his normal voice for the kids, and they were less scared, and so we all walked in. Lo and behold, there were already three families there, and eventually, all 20 families in the cul-de-sac are having a grand Halloween party. The kids have their snicker bars, cold sodas, candy popcorn, the lights are on, the fans are on, but not the air conditioner. George said that the AC would have drained the battery too fast. But his fridge with the freezer was on, 
He said it was part of his critical loads panel. Yes, I'm a solar nerd now. But back to the story. George having a fridge with a freezer meant that the parents had ice for drinks, beer, wine, and I have to say, everyone was feeling great. Best Halloween ever. No one even noticed that it was almost midnight and that we should all turn in. I looked over at George and I could see he was looking even more pale. He was giving me a look, too. It was time to go. So I looked at the door, but I'm feeling so moved by the simple pleasure of having access to light and a cold refrigerator, and I wanted to thank him. It's right before midnight. I look over to George, and I ping my beer glass. Ding, ding, ding. That wakes up a few passed-out kids, but I don't care. They have to go anyway. Everyone quiets down, and I say, George, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your hospitality and for giving your neighbors light in the darkness. And George, I can see this tiny speech moves him. It's like he's holding in a giant wolfman howl of love for us. He's looking around his living room like we're the greatest gift in the world to him. He looks at me. And he says, did you really mean from the bottom of your heart, Bruce? I laughed and I said, yes, George, I really meant it. And I think I speak for all of us when I say, from the bottom of our hearts, neighbor. La 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 la. Okay, now here's the scary part. With all of George's solar panels and the battery backup systems, the lights went out and everybody screamed bloody murder. The kids, the parents, the pets howled. Everyone got so frightened. But it was nothing. Absolutely nothing. Five seconds later, all the lights in the neighborhood went on again. The blackout was over. It was just a five-second glitch of George's power switching from off-grid to on-grid. So now you're probably seeing how this all happened. We thanked George again, we all left safe and sound, and we went home. But the next day, everyone in the neighborhood saw the value of George's solar and battery backup system. Was it really so surprising that we all wanted to go solar, and that we all called George's installer the next day for a quote? You see what I mean? This was no mystery. That's how we all went solar on the same day. Now please go. Write your story but please remember to keep all of our names out of it. I beg you. Okay, I will. I know you all want to stay anonymous, but do you think I could interview your installer? I shrugged. Sure, why not? He's coming over with George for a drink in a few minutes. But, mm, yeah, before they get here, I need to correct a little detail so that you write this story accurately. Sure, what detail? Well, you know when I told you I talked to George that hot October day before Halloween? I lied. It wasn't during the day. It was at night. Gosh. Oof. Glad I got that off my chest. And now I'd like to introduce you to Vlad, the first ever nighttime solar installer in the U.S. solar industry. I'm sure he'd love to have a drink of you. You mean, you mean with me? Did I say of you? Yes. I meant with you. Vlad just loves the media. Just then, George and Vlad appeared from behind the couch, and we had our drinks. 
too scary for the kids? I hope not. Don't forget to check the show notes for the true solar takeaways. We always try to separate the solar facts from the solar fiction. And no, there are no nighttime solar installers. But if there ever are, you heard it here first. If you like this spooky story, please share it with your friends. And please remember to give us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast streaming service. The reason we all decided to go solar after Halloween was written and read by Tor, Solar Fred, Valenza. Probably True Solar Stories is a production of Unthink Solar, PR, and Communications. Be bold for solar. Stand out and educate. Thanks again for listening, and please remember to subscribe to listen to Season 3.